Welcome to season two of No For Real, the podcast. I'm Melody. And I'm Leisha. Thank you for choosing us and listening to our off-air convos on air. Without sugarcoating, we'll offer a fresh perspective on the raw realities of growing up in this generation. Once again, we'll be talking all things real things. We hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi, guys. Welcome back to NFR, the podcast. Yes, welcome back. This is now season two, episode five, I think. Yes. Yeah. So I think it's our our twelfth one. Um, yeah. Today we don't we don't have like a set thing to talk about. Like we kind of want to touch on a lot of things. Yeah, Melody. And do I you think wanna... you guys will like it too. Like I think a lot of it is relatable things that we've all been noticing lately. <laughs> yeah. Very. Yeah. Very pressing things that just <laughs> especially under the rug. The um yeah so I guess the first thing honestly oh first of all I want to say like um thank you for like watching this far especially I noticed that you guys liked the last episode yes yeah yeah Yeah, last episode was very popular it was so I guess first Leisha what have you noticed about designer bashing yeah so this is something I started to see like around like Christmas New Year's time I feel like Mm -hmm. and people were talking about you know as a grown woman you shouldn't be wearing bath and body works perfume anymore or that Michael Kors is now a bottom tier brand and I just don't know when we reach the point where we're telling people what to wear and what to buy you know what I mean with their hard-earned money I don't I totally agree I don't know honestly I will rock my Michael Kors and I will wear my Bath and Body Works. I do not Thank care you. because you guys are comparing it to Gucci, but you don't even know how to match Gucci together. Like it doesn't <laughs> even look good. I don't understand. Yeah. The brands, not all of them are nice. Another thing is that like having name brands doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that you're rich. It doesn't. Even if it did, like being rich doesn't like, I just don't get the obsession with it. Mm -hmm. I really I don't no I don't understand and the thing is like a lot of the times when people are wearing Bath and Body Works perfume anyways like you'll smell them you'll be like oh my gosh you smell so good so what's the difference between that and spending a hundred dollars I just feel like you're not in the position to tell people what to wear and what they can't exactly and a lot of people will defend designer as if like that's their mother like the owner of that brand likely does not care about you they just want your money and particularly black people <laughs> they're not <laughs> their audience is not you I'm sorry right like I just feel like I feel they don't yeah they don't care about you it's catered to white people it they is. often like we've heard a lot of stuff about designers first of all doing like racist stuff Mm -hmm. with their advertising but also like stealing ideas from smaller brands black owned fashion designers so Mm -hmm. it's just like I don't know why people defend them so hard or like defend the brand I don't know why either I don't know when if anything I'd now see Gucci like I feel like it's lost its value in my (laughs) eyes like it doesn't Mm -hmm. look that good anymore it looks like anyone can get it and uh, to be honest, a lot of you that are wearing <laughs> Gucci, Montclair, 
sometimes you don't even have a dollar you don't have bus fare i don't yeah (laughs) where do we draw the line like is it worth having an expensive piece of clothing but like like i just feel like our priorities need to be fixed because it's it's one thing to like look rich but if you don't actually have money then what are you trying to prove i just don't to be honest like a lot of these billionaires um they don't dress nice not that they don't dress they don't they really don't they don't Gucci up and down or whatever you guys are into like they actually have money (laughs) exactly yeah so it's just I feel like I'd rather actually be wealthy than to look wealthy Mm -hmm. there's no point it's not gonna do anything and the thing is fashion changes all the time you're wasting money it's better yeah. to put money into something else, to be honest. Right. People and are kinda... going as far as getting knockoffs. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand. It's not that serious, guys. Yeah, it's not that serious. But I've heard, actually, I've heard, like, some rich people say, like, in interviews and stuff, they're like, they wear knockoffs because they could technically afford the real thing, but they're not going to spend their money on that. Okay, that's actually kind of smart if you think about it, but it's smarter than actually like I think Gucci shoes are seven hundred dollars or nine hundred. So yeah, I'm pretty sure they're around seven. I just I will not. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, and like obviously, I don't know what, what all what goes into making like a product, like a clothing product, but I do feel like seven hundred is excessive personally, but. Speaking of like trying to look a certain way and status and stuff, mm-hmm. we kind of want to talk about like basically like how status can really be like they say clout is a very dangerous drug. Like people say that. Yeah. It's um it is dangerous because a lot of people think attaching themselves to certain people makes them a certain thing. Some people call it when they're friends, just to try to get somewhere. Yeah. I don't know. What What do you, have you like seen that? Yeah. So I call those people social climbers. And I just feel like some people, just because someone's following you on Instagram or you've in, had an encounter with someone or even a small like conversation, not even like maybe <laughs> three words, <laughs> they are not your friend. They might not even be an acquaintance, but like they might not that you can't use that as an opportunity to think that you're now on a different level compared <laughs> to everybody else because it's not the case. Exactly. Like, I know that there's the, that saying it's like, it's not what you know, it's who you know, but you don't know them. Like, you know, like on Drake's mm-hmm. birthday, I just feel like, whoa, like when did all you guys all of a sudden know Drake? No, Drake. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> and like or if someone like posts something uh like a picture with a celebrity or something they'll be like oh it was nice to link up bro or like I'm just like I don't <laughs> think they know they don't are I people do some funny things on the internet the internet will make you do funny things I just feel like it's I feel like it's never that serious because even let's say you do know them it's like now what like you can't just have an entire career because someone knows you like it doesn't make sense at all so I just I don't get that 
but yeah I think we're saying like it's important to like know the terms to use when you're referencing people like not everyone's your friend some people are just your peers some people are just your colleagues acquaintances and there's nothing wrong with using those terms like Mm -hmm. everyone needs to be your friend you know what I mean yeah absolutely like I even think when we look at like status and stuff people are still holding on to status from high school Mm. like I don't know if you guys have noticed but anyone who was popular in high school whatever that was at the time (laughs) they're not popular now like there's no such thing as popularity once you're getting older everyone is busy nobody's really like that like Mm -hmm. yeah actually yeah in one of our classes actually uh it's educational psychology but there's this thing I think it's called shoot basically a lot of adolescents they have this imaginary stage where they think everyone is paying attention to them and looking at them but I feel like once you're out of high school that is not the case nobody's looking at you like nobody's looking at you to be honest I used to have this fear where I'd be like oh my gosh if I fail at something everybody's gonna notice and I think you told me actually and you're like to be honest like oh okay no I didn't want to sound like you know like it was no you it didn't sound like that at all it didn't basically just saying like um it's not as big as you think it is like honestly people are not I think what I yeah I think I was trying to say like no one's like sitting waiting for you to fail like you know what Mm -hmm. I mean I think a lot of people are scared of failure like me too and it's like no one's looking at you like that I remember I I wrote this song and I was just saying like you're scared to like do what you want to do but nobody even knows you yet you know what I mean so I try to remind myself of that like you're scared to go out there but don't know you so what mistake can you really make a hundred percent I agree but um like I don't know for those of you who do listen and if you're in high school like the people who are popular I even feel like the people who were more low-key to themselves or unpopular if that's what you want to say I feel like they grow into themselves and they blossom and I feel the ones that I follow they're doing like big things like yeah like really like out there like trying to make something happen Mm -hmm. and it's actually nice to see because you know you might you might have like passed them in the hallway or something Mm -hmm. might have had a class with them but just to see people really like you know experiment and like come into themselves like it's nice but yeah like popularity is not really a thing really which is I think is kind of why I like you know okay university is hard but like I kind of like it because everyone's on the same everyone is on the same field like you cannot try that I (laughs) do know like I've heard stories of people say like I guess when they get on campus I didn't get that experience to live on campus I stayed home Mm -hmm. but some people felt as though like people in high school would try and bring that with them you can only mm-hmm. do it for so long. Yeah, people are trying to bring it with them. and That's embarrassing. That's yeah, embarrassing. you can't. <laughs> everyone's like, especially in first year, everyone's scared. Like, you can't come there and act like you know what's going on because you have no idea. In your first year, you have no idea what's about to hit you. So, yeah, for anyone listening that might be younger, that, that, that stuff doesn't matter. If you're, like, the kid that's kind of quiet and, like, you may not have a lot of friends like you'll be just fine you'll be like everyone else when you get to wherever you're going yeah. next so. I even think that um after high school you grow into yourself more and you meet people who are more similar to you I just think yeah. it gets better high school like 
besides not having any responsibilities, having little homework compared to what we have now and having weekends off, mm-hmm. um, uni is better. It honestly, it is honestly like I know some people think high school is like the best years of your life. But honestly, no, I think it gets better as you get older. I think it gets better. It should get better. It should because even like even like 30 year olds, they say like they're living their lives in their 30s and they felt like their 20s would be the best time when they get to their 30s. So I just feel like it's supposed to progress. It's supposed to. Yeah. And I hope it is that way for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Speaking on that high school and such, uh, Melody and I, like, I guess we just like notice a lot of like, I guess TV shows that are based in high school are like, Things that you hear, it's just like, that is not the high school experience for everyone. <laughs> not. I will even say, this is embarrassing, because we went to an arts program, so we were in the vocal program. Mm-hmm. But going into high school, I actually thought it was going to be like high school musical. <laughs> no, honestly, it's such a false painting. You think like, you're going to show up in heels every day and like, look cute yeah. every day. Yes. You think you're going to have a boyfriend by like grade 11, 12. at least I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would be in a relationship grade 11, 12. That mm-hmm. didn't happen. I thought like I'd be like maybe going to some parties. I didn't go to, honestly, I can tell you guys, I went to school and came home. I went to school and came home. If, it, if we had choir or something. Like, yeah, if it wasn't choir or anything related to our program. <laughs> I was home. <laughs> I was home. There's too much pressure. Like that age 16, 16 held so much weight to me when I was like growing up, like when I was like 12, 13, yeah. 16 was like, that's the, that's the peak. That's literally, literally what I thought. And I, then I reached there and I'm just walking. like, like, I look at it now. I didn't know anything. I was a kid, but I will say, I know a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, you had to be there. Like you had to be going to the parties. Like you didn't get the high school experience. I don't think I missed out on anything. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Thank I, you. So I didn't miss out on anything. I don't wish to go back so I could try things out. I just feel like I've had um, very set morals mm-hmm. that have instilled things in me. And I know in high school, it's very, I don't think I would have been persuaded into anything, but I know yeah. in high school, it's very easy for that because you want to fit in, which I didn't care about. <laughs> right. I just, I'm very content with my high school experience. Yeah, same. Like I, like, I like to go into our little arts events, you know, that stuff is fun, yeah. but I'm not going to go chill in someone's basement in a hot, sweaty, I, I don't I know. Did. Those never looked fun to me. Yeah. I mean, keep them. Okay. Yeah. I guess I wasn't really invited to those, but like, but still, like, I just feel like, I feel like I didn't miss out on much because I don't know. I feel like I just got to do other things. I got to explore what I wanted to do yeah. and like meet people that had the same like uh, mindset as me, like you, Melody. So it's just like, I don't think I missed out on anything. I know. I honestly, I agree. Like what we used to do for fun in high school was like go to the mall. We used to go to Wonderland yeah. the beach and things like that. Like, oh yeah, went to the beach. Yeah. That was a fun, it was a fun day, but we talked about it. <laughs> But um, honestly, I don't feel like the whole party scene was ever my thing. And it could be us just being introverts. 
Yeah, it could be that too. But I just feel like it's so misrepresented, like in TV and stuff. It's just like, that's not. TV is euphoria supposed to be high school students yeah okay that is not high school and the things I've heard about I've never seen the show but like the things I've heard about the show I'm just like wow I... I've seen clips <laughs> I'm just like that was not my experience like I think it's fine if, if that's speaking to certain people who've gone through that but I don't know I don't know if the majority went through all that in school thing because I don't know anyone mm who's gone through anything like that stuff is just I'm not even gonna call it glamorized but it's too it's too fictional like it's not believable I wonder if the high school experience is different maybe in the states I know high school sports are big in the states yeah and like the events are really big honestly yeah that seems fun I've heard about like the pep rallies and stuff like oh yeah proms seemed more fun over there too Mm. you guys let us i know some of you guys listen in the states maybe let us know what your eyes let us know is it um anywhere close to what you see in the movies yeah because maybe we're just boring over here i don't know maybe another thing it's kind of sad now because most of the things i watch now like are more related to high school i guess because now we're out of high school so i feel kind of old but just recently i watched to all the boys like I watched all. Oh, three. okay, okay. And I thought the movies were really, really cute. It's just mm-hmm. that that is not high school. <laughs> like it's not. I haven't seen the the new one. I've seen the first one, mm-hmm. but yeah, I just feel like there's this whole idea that you're gonna find the love of your. Okay, there is such thing as high school sweethearts. Yeah. Yeah, there are, but it's very few. <laughs> yeah, like there's so much pressure to like mm-hmm. find the love of. Well, not find love of your life, but like find someone who likes you. And then. But the thing is, yeah. No, I was going to say, like, even with those movies and even in High School Musical and all of that, like whatever relationship, the main relationship was, they make it seem like they're going to end up together forever. Mm -hmm. And that's what you think, too. And it's not the case. (laughs) It's not the case. And I think the thing is, like, you it can become like an insecurity thing when you feel like no one likes you in Mm -hmm. high school because Mm -hmm. like a guy or like a love interest because you see that all the time right so if you think oh like no one has a crush on me then you start to think okay is something wrong with me or like am I doing something wrong am I not out there enough so you start thinking all that but looking back I'm glad that nobody liked me because they would have liked the version of me that was very like insecure I didn't know myself at all in high school so I feel like if someone did like me, the relationship probably would be dysfunctional anyways, because I just didn't love myself like that. So I feel like there's a lot of pressure, but for anyone listening, don't feel away because if you don't know yourself yet anyways, like I feel like there's no rush, especially in high, in high school, you're a baby. Yeah, you are. You don't even know yourself. To be honest, I used to wonder that too, like if whatever I thought at the time, like in terms of crushes and stuff. But honestly, mm-hmm. I think that's the best time to be completely on your own. Com- yeah. You have so much time to discuss. I think even high school should be more focused on finding friends that are like more in- aligned with your beliefs and your morals. And right. Yeah. Focus on like finding friends, I guess, like, or just, just groups that accept you the way you are like don't try to fit into 
You know what I mean? You know what? I remember we talked about like in high school, back in high school, not now, but like we would always talk about how guys had a certain thing. Do you remember that? Yes. And like, then we were like, okay, I wonder what it is for guys. We were like, I wonder what guys see in a girl that makes them like them. Mm-hmm. But then both of we were like, nah, because like, if I find out what it is, then I'm going to start doing that so that they like me. <laughs> I and you can't. No, I remember I was like, yeah, there's no need. There's yeah. no, we'll opt a certain way. You will. You'll change. Yeah. So yeah, don't worry about that for anyone who feels like no one likes them and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, speaking of high school, this mm-hmm. is where like, I guess our conversation kind of shifts. But Leisha and I noticed that there's a lot of things that have happened in high school, even happening now, but more so high school that I just would not let it slide. (laughs) (laughs) Not at all. Like even so, I guess for those that don't know, I'm like I'm in a concurrent program with like music and music education. And this is my like first year of teachers college. And like, I don't know, just learning the things we are learning I look back and I realize the things that we've experienced in high school, some of them were not right. They were not acceptable. I even think that, no, it just wasn't acceptable. We can even, what's the, should we mention experiences? We don't even have to say names. because Yeah, don't say names, but yeah, we can say, yeah, because you have more, yeah. Yeah, I have a few. So basically in high school, I don't even know which one to start off with first. <laughs> I just believe I was always a type of learner. I think w- when it came to music theory, I did understand it. Like, oh I yeah, al- you were really good at music theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always understood the theory, but in class, it always took me some time to kind of like grasp the information. Mm-hmm. And the teacher knew that he knew I was good at theory because obviously he's the one marking my tests. Mm-hmm. But one day he yes. decides to do a lecture. Not le- wow, not lecture. We're doing a lesson mm-hmm. and I just believe if a student doesn't have their hand raised up, don't <laughs> pick them. Simple. So you don't pick them. So yeah, because yeah. he picks me and I didn't know the answer. And I just, and the thing is that wasn't one time that was an ongoing thing <laughs> my four years there. And I was just tired of him. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, I noticed it too. Like I noticed that you your name would be called a lot i'm just like and why because of him i really worked under pressure like mm. <laughs> I, did, I remember um one time he got mad at the class for something and we had to do a vocal <laughs> test right after and i was i it was done from there like i wasn't gonna do well oh god one time where he was asking for money for the christmas drive i knew i wasn't supposed to raise up my hand but out of fear oh, yeah. gonna yell at the class i offered uh, no okay i remember that and i remember the person saying like like oh so you guys don't have ten dollars and, and like the teacher You're got mad three tens i just feel like there's a level of respect that needs to be between teachers and students because sometimes the lines are very blurred and I'm like looking back now I'm like who did they think they were talking to Mm -hmm. who really were they talking to I agree like even now when we me and Lisha have spoken about it like we low-key think that teacher was racist and I stand by what I say (laughs) low-key low-key 
But it's always it's always in like the subtleties, and like he, he used to ask about your hair a lot, and like I know he had this whole like thirty minute conversation asking about my hair, and it made me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, we were even talking about how like sometimes, how do I say this? Sometimes people are really curious about black people, and like that's cool, you know, but like almost to the point where they don't recognize that you're human like you're not there for show you know what I mean like I 100% agree like it was too much right even the things like teachers will say to their students like we have this one teacher who told a kid in class to shut his bible (laughs) but is that necessary (laughs) it's not necessary I remember that vividly I just I just feel like you're talking you're talking to children you really are at the and time the second that you like lower yourself to that you're lowering yourself to that level not saying that the children aren't smart but like you're not establishing your authority in any way by telling someone to shut their bio like not and I don't know a lot of the things or even um I don't know maybe other t- kids didn't experience this but I felt like in the vocal okay anyways in school yeah yeah, yeah. that's okay some teachers had like favorites mm, and they keep yeah. showing grades. <laughs> oh yeah. So, what I know now, I would have asked for the proof of why my grade is this. I, I need the proof. No, actually that reminds me. Yeah. In middle school, I, I had a friend and like, she, I don't know. I don't know if she's listening to this, but our teacher in middle school for some reason he did not like her and it was a it was a white man mm-hmm. and like we did this presentation and my friend did really well like really well why did she get like a 60 something oh my god in middle school too i'm just like i don't believe in that in middle you school. see some, <laughs> i think some teachers actually have like hidden like agendas you know or they have people that they don't like and it doesn't make sense to me I don't I I get that you won't like them but like they show it you know what I mean Mm. no I even remember um the teacher that we had in high school he Mm -hmm. one time came in class complaining that kids in the hallways when he would tell them oh don't do this don't do that they'd be like oh you're coming for me because I'm black and he really got offended Mm -hmm. by that I'm like you're probably that offended because it's low-key true and you feel the need to defend yourself oh my gosh exactly Mm -hmm. I feel like when someone's telling when a black person is telling you something that made them uncomfortable about what you said or what you did I'm trying to say this lovingly Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe to all our like people white people that are listening Please don't let your first response be to defend yourself. I would say first, listen to what the person is saying. I feel like the more you try to defend your case, the more you look guilty and the more you probably are guilty. Yes, I 100% agree because you wouldn't be going that hard for the argument. Like, honestly, the way I am, if I know something's not true, I won't even... You can believe what you want. Mm-hmm. If I have to literally go in and be defending something, you're guilty. Exactly. I just feel like from your first response, just listen to what they're saying. Like, mm-hmm. 
just listen you'll gain a lot more from that I I, feel like and it's just like um you're just learning so now you know how to approach the situation next time like even in high school the thing that I hated the most I think now it's just a common thing don't ask about hair don't touch my hair right right in high school I would have people play with my hair ask me endless questions about my hair like just leave me alone like let me me it doesn't need to be like asking if it's my real hair uh, asking how often I wash it <laughs> like just please I leave. Wash, I wash my hair and the thing is when let me just say this if you're um a white listener right now a lot of people we can't wash our hair every day right wondering so if you guys thought it was gross we can't wash our hair every day thank you we can't because we'll our hair gets dry Right. So we need to moisturize it on a daily. Mm-hmm. It's different for other people. So that's why, yeah, just to clear that up. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Because the amount of times people have asked that question. And when you're younger, you don't know what to say because you don't want them to be like, oh my gosh, like you're gross. Cause that's what kids right. do. But I'm just going to say that now. No, we don't wash our hair every day. So if we told you that, it was because we didn't want you to judge us. Yeah, it's because we lied. <laughs> we lied. I do not step in that shower every day to wash my hair. No. But another thing, um, I feel like even like supply teachers like that were maybe like uh, black supply teachers who were who had an accent, mm-hmm. like they weren't taken seriously. Like people would walk into class and be like, oh, they'd see the black supply teacher be like, oh, it's free period. Or they assume that the person is not really a teacher or they don't really know yeah. anything. And the thing is, um, for, I'm not going to call them foreigners, but like people in um, like, I'm going to say like places in Africa and even like Indian stuff, like mm-hmm. they're actually really, really smart. Like I know a lot yeah, of people like come here and they end up like being a grade ahead of us. So I just never understood how, I don't know, when I went into class and I would see an African teacher, I didn't think anything of like, oh my gosh, like this is a free period or this teacher doesn't know what they're saying. Like right. I just them as a teacher. Yeah, like a lot of, because even when you think about it, a lot of people that immigrate here, like they already have their degrees and stuff. It's just the way that Canada is like, some things don't it line makes, up, but that doesn't mean- them. Right. That doesn't mean that they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, they do. Trust me. Yeah. Um, but um, no, another thing, actually, I think we should talk about this is just like it's not super related. I feel like French teachers have it really hard. I won't even yeah. lie. They had it hard. Yeah, I feel like kids didn't respect them. And like, they would try to put their foot down at one and point. It didn't work. I've it had two work. French Here's that no three French teachers in my elementary school that were respected, but the mm-hmm. other ones were not. I and I wasn't there at the time, but my brothers had this one French teacher, and he was so frustrated with the class to the point that he threw a textbook at a kid. And okay. Got fired. Obviously, that is too extreme, but they really <laughs> pushed him that far. <laughs> no, that <laughs> no, that's crazy. Honestly, <laughs> I've heard crazy stories. I've seen. Uh, I think I saw a tweet the other day and it was like, someone said their teacher sometimes would have them all stand against the wall and then they would just watch the teacher flip the desk. <laughs> they would watch the teacher flip the desk over. <laughs> I'm like, 
I don't know. I think teachers really need to take care of themselves because it will drive me to that point. Yeah, no, I can understand working with kids, especially I feel like teachers are sometimes with kids more than they are with their parents. And I understand why they can go crazy, but Mm -hmm. need to learn anger management skills, (laughs) step away from the situation. I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, some of my elementary school classes like made teachers cry and stuff. Oh, that was very common. We need don't cry in front of the students. No, but I felt bad because she was the student teacher. I was like, oh, dang. Like we came back from recess and her face was just red. I was like, wow. Oh, that makes me sad. I remember this one teacher, she fell. She slipped on in the snow and all the kids started laughing. She cried so hard she didn't come back. And it was a student teacher. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's hard. But elementary school kids are element. I don't know, maybe uh, I was in that position, I would feel differently, but I just feel like they don't know anything. Yeah, no, I remember in my grade seven class, yeah, something like that happened, like the teacher, like, she kind of fell, like, off the table, like, she was sitting on the <laughs> table, and she kind of fell, and, like, yeah, the whole class just erupted in laughter, I felt well, bad. See, that's how you know it's not that serious, because now I would see that, and be like, oh, is that person okay? Like, little kids laugh at everything. That's true. Okay, I won't lie. Sometimes it's funny when, like, it's not funny, but like sometimes I don't know. It's just funny. I mean, you've seen me fall, so you get it. Oh yeah, yeah no, I won't lie. I don't know why it makes me laugh, but it does make <laughs> you laugh to see people fall or trip and stuff. But not to the point where the whole class is right, right, right. Fine. I don't think it's enough for that. Yeah. Sometimes I think kids do things on purpose. Or like, let's say three kids are laughing. Now the other four kids will laugh. Now the other five. And it's just, it's just that's Yeah, it's true. But yeah, like education, even like now, like even in university, you start to realize Mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of people are racist and a lot of organizations are. And like, we all, like, I think we all know that even growing up, like we kind of know what racism is, but we might not know that we've experienced it. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like when you get older, you start to, at least for me, I feel like I've been noticing it more lately. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Like, I, it's not like I'm looking for approval. But when it happens, it, it does hurt. Like, it does kind of sting. It's just like, wow, like, literally, to a lot of people, I don't matter. Like, to a lot of people, I'm not important. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I feel like as we're getting older we see that there's, cause I never, I don't want to say I didn't experience racism like before getting to university. I probably did. I probably just didn't pay attention to it. Like in high school, for example, but now it's like prevalent. Like you. Yeah, no, it's very prevalent. Like even like getting assigned, getting assigned more work than the rest of your classmates. Like that's honestly crazy to me or just like being singled out in class. That's happened to me before too it's um universities i think in general need a lot more work because a lot of the time when these things are brought up they don't really do anything about it like they they send it on email but they don't really do anything about it i know my school lately has been doing a lot of um i don't even know what they're trying to do (laughs) like yeah i get a lot of um anti-black this or black group community groups or 
mental health mm-hmm. to support the black community or black people in right. STEM. But it wasn't like that before. And the thing is, the things that they're doing are not productive. Like it's not going to help. Right. It's like the things you're they're doing look pretty from the outside, maybe. But it's like what we're asking is for you to change your policies. Like we're not asking you to put up a tweet that says Black Lives Matter. We're not really like that stuff is fine, but. I feel like, what are we doing to like change it? You know what I mean? And sometimes I feel helpless because I feel like as me, myself, I can't do anything. Like to me, I don't know how to make change like that. So when the people who can aren't doing that, it's like, okay, so what do we do? Isha and I even mentioned before this episode when we were planning, um, we feel like, Leisha and I are both very quiet and I feel mm-hmm. like sometimes, I'm not going to single out a specific race, but sometimes a certain group of people will do things to get a reaction out of us and we don't give them the reaction because I don't have the time to do it. I'm not going yeah. to. I think a lot of people don't know how to approach like a, a Black girl that's quiet or to herself. Mm-hmm. And, like, people try to, like, I don't know. I guess people try to, like, get close to you to see what you're thinking. But Mm -hmm. it's, like, I'm not going to be out there just, hey, like, I'm not like that. And that's fine if people are. But I think people are really confused sometimes. And they don't know how to approach you. And it just creates a weird, like, you you can feel it when that's happening. Yeah, a lot of them don't know how to approach you, honestly. And then they start to say things like, oh, like they'll say things like oh like you're so smart or like you know you're very like articulate you're really good with words and I'm just no, like, girl. <laughs> like you know black women are among the most educated in yeah, the world you don't have a choice to be but like I get that a lot too you I think you get it a lot too but mm-hmm. like I don't want to use this word like you're very um you're like whitewashed Mm -hmm. I haven't heard that one in a while though but I used to get that a lot Mm. or like oh I don't you don't sound like I would expect you to talk right it's just like I like okay this is the thing I think people need to stop thinking black people are just one thing like please just recognize that we're just people like we There's are just not... people. I don't want to say that there's one way that black, like us saying that there's different types of black people. I'm not trying to say the black that you're thinking of is not the, I don't want to say um, it's not the good type or whatever word mm-hmm. we're going to use. Like we're all just very different and we're not all one way. Yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people just paint, like they paint us with the same brush. So then when you're yeah. not that, people are like confused and people think they're giving you a compliment and (laughs) you're not I know I will never understand that to be honest like we've talked about this in a past episode like Mm -hmm. season one but I will never forget the lady when I used to work at um the grocery store who came up to me and said oh you're um she asked me what I was and it was honestly because I had curly hair in like trust Mm -hmm. me I look black I'm black like yeah and um she's like she was just basically insisting that she I'm not black or like I'm mixed with something she's like you're very pretty for a black girl and at the time I was like 17 when she said that Mm -hmm. and it was like my first job so I didn't say anything I didn't say thank you though but like I was just confused because it's not a compliment. 
it's not another thing is also like black pe- black black people yeah like i feel like we have to work so much harder to like get the same whatever it is whatever the goal is and like there's so much like mediocrity out there but mm-hmm. if we put out something mediocre then it's like we suck but then if a white person puts out the exact same thing it's like oh they're they're doing this they're doing that or like our stuff is like influ- our culture influences a lot right it but then influences almost everything exactly but then when someone else does it puts their own spin on it then that's what everyone gravitates towards yeah, I will even say, because you know how you just said um, it, we have to work just to get to the same playing field as them? Mm-hmm. I would, on my research essay that I was telling you about, sometimes, not even sometimes, they said majority of the times in the research paper that we can literally be, we can be getting the same things as them, same opportunities as them. We can be in the same class. But like the example they use is that a middle class Black family is not the same as a middle class white family. And it's just been like that since history. Like, we'll never have, I don't think we'll ever be on the same level as them. Mm, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's it's literally ingrained in, like, the way this world was, like, like built. So it is hard to make a change. Yeah. But you just, yeah, we just realize now getting older how much that stuff really impacts you and affects you. Yeah. Yeah, and it really does. I'm not trying to say that one race works harder than another. I'm just saying what I see around me. And obviously, I'm surrounded like around the Black community. And I just feel like even the other races I've seen, like especially for women, Mm -hmm. a lot of us are working really hard right now. Yeah. I see some of us are not only in university programs that are difficult and having to manage that. But then they're doing other things on the side and not just one thing, multiple things, because we can't even rely on one thing. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like it's almost like you feel like you can't win. I hope we like I really hope like maybe not in my lifetime it'll happen, but I hope one day we can like, you know, make real change. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it can be discouraging, honestly. Yeah, it really is. Um, I don't even know. I was going to use, um, she, yeah, she can, no, she can write music, but I even want to say like Taylor Swift's songs, in my opinion, are not, um, I don't know the word, (laughs) but Uh, I like her old stuff. I won't even lie. I I liked her stuff when I was like 12. No, I liked her stuff when I was (laughs) younger, but I just feel like now I don't see, she has a lot of hits, like a lot of like really, really. Mm-hmm. I don't know the word that I'm looking for. Like mediocre? Yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that's a good word though, because I don't want to call her mediocre because she is talented. Mm-hmm. So do you just feel like, well, well, what do you say? I won't say what you're going to think. What do you say? I feel like you might have gotten what I was trying to say, but <laughs> I just feel like there's a lot of other, I'm not going to say black, any type of artist. They could mm-hmm. be whatever color, but I just feel like there's a lot more talented people out there mm-hmm. that a lot more better writers out there. I don't know how to say it, mm-hmm. but that's just how I feel. Nobody attack me, 
please. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, I get it. It's um, yeah, yeah. You see it in music a lot, like the people that are really pushed to you. It's like, I mean, time and place for everything, like mm-hmm. for all types of music. But like, yeah, you see the people that are pushed. It's like there's so many underrated. There's so many underrated people. So, so especially like, I didn't really take it in until recently. I think it's because like you're into music. Well, you've mm-hmm. always been into music, but now I'm like yeah. able to pay attention to like GTA artists these days. Right. And there's so many talented people. And I didn't know there was that many. Yeah. No, I've just, yeah, I've just been noticing too because I did not know that. Yeah, there's a lot of talented people. Like it's actually crazy. Like, mm-hmm. but even if you think about it, some of the biggest like stars are from here. Like, if you think of like Celine Dion. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. No, so yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, we just kind of want to touch on that because honestly, yeah, it can take a toll on you just realizing yeah, all does. the systems in place that don't favor you at all. Mm-hmm. And I know some of you are probably like, "How did they get from designer <laughs> to this?" But this episode was really just more like we had a lot of things to talk about, and this yeah. all came together. So yeah, it's a lot going on. It's also like I think it's it's like midterm season for a lot of us. So I think it's just a lot of things yeah. on our mind. <laughs> a lot of things on our mind. I hope everyone's taking care of themselves. And I don't know about you guys, but this pandemic and this online school thing has taken a toll on me. I normally do two courses in the summer. I'm doing one or I'm doing zero. Like that's where my mind's at. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, the break I, I need is like like I don't think I've ever been this tired in my life. Never. Life. I'm exhausted. Exhausted isn't even the, yeah, I can't. I have no motivation. If those of you who have been in grade 12, senior writers, like it's not that bad because I don't have a choice because I'm paying for it, but it's very (laughs) close to like, I'd rather be doing anything, anything than do something school related. Me. Oh my gosh. I still have two years you'll get through it sometimes I'm just like I was even talking to my mom about it she was like honestly you're like she could see she's like yeah you're tired of school but you'll be okay like she's like I know that you're tired of school you've been in school your whole life that's the point I'm at like yeah I don't want to see another slideshow I'm like that too that's why I used to say like after this oh my gosh I have four to eight more years of school I do not I honestly it's either two <laughs> four max or two because I'm actually done like I'm tired I think I actually have reached my point and it's so sad because first and second year I used to be like oh I could never say like I can't wait to graduate because I was scared of the real world and stuff but I'm scared of the real world between- but I need to graduate <laughs> give me something else maybe there's an in-between stage because this school thing is not it right now you used to talk about I remember telling you oh my gosh I can never take a gap year because I'm not going back to school I'm already considering it (laughs) I'm done do you know how many times I've thought of dropping I know my mom's listening but I've talked to her about this I've thought about dropping out several times this year oh I I think about it all the time it's ridiculous I literally was like no I'll be fine if I just like I'll just like I literally thought I would drop out 
No, I try to think about, I think the assignment that I told you about that he gave me the bad mark on, mm -hmm. um, that week I was doing research. What will happen? Like I was trying to figure out, okay, if I drop this program, what am I going <laughs> to do? Am I really going to grind? Like I was trying to tell myself, Melody, if you drop this program, yeah. you're really going to work hard. Okay, like, <laughs> hey, let's just finish. All right. It's ridiculous. That's and why guys don't talk down on people in university. We're going through it. It's not easy. We're going through it. Honestly, yeah, it's it's hard. Like it's rough. I really hope, like genuinely, like I hope people are okay because I know, especially last semester, I was not, like, was not. So I, hope I thought I wasn't okay. Right this semester, I think it's even worse. This semester, yeah, I think. I get burned out. So like when March hits, I'm like, even though it's stressful, I'm kind of like, listen, it is what it is. Like, I, I can't, I can't exert so much effort. And especially when I feel like some of the, let me not say that, let me not say that, but yeah, I just, yeah, I try not but to let it get me, but it's I hard. won't even lie. Like we're, it's about to be a whole year since we've been in this pandemic. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I feel like this year really just blended. Okay. I feel like summer was just a couple months ago and it's almost going to be a year. And I feel like my year has blended in. I never got a break from school. Like it's just been all around. Yeah. Break. Yeah. You don't get Oh my gosh. Yeah. You don't get a break. During the semester, you don't get a break. I'm just yeah. Yeah, I hope you guys are doing well. You're hanging in there. You can always message us if you need someone to talk to. Yeah. I know it's hard <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. Like, I think what I do these days is because I know everyone's busy. And you can't just be calling up everyone. And they're like, everyone's stressed. Like, right. if I'm not talking to my mom, maybe I'll read like a motivational, like devotional, like the one I sent you. The yes, yes, yes. Or... I watch a YouTube video and call it a night. Like, right. find something yeah. to do. step away from the stress. Find something. I use this app actually. It's called Abide, and it's like a meditation app, like a Christian mm -hmm. meditation app. And they have one for sleep and one for like uh, morning. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, I would definitely recommend something like that because mm -hmm. this is not a joke. It's not, but like, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope yeah. it was lighthearted. So. If you related yeah. to any of the things that we talked about, um, I think there are two more episodes for this season. And yes. I don't know. I hope you guys are liking it so far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let us know. Like, just literally just reach out to us, you know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we hope you enjoyed this. I know it was kind of all over the place, but honestly, I think everyone's kind of all over the place right now. Honestly. So it's fine and um yeah thank you guys for listening and just you know consistently listening mm -hmm. so yeah all right guys have a great week see you in yes, <laughs> yes. bye guys bye